That sounds exactly like her. She had four babies. One was ten, one's nine, one's fourteen. <laughs> Something like that. As our civilization teeters on the brink of fatal collapse, the value of broadcast gold has soared to unimaginable heights. Join us in the conflux of radio's emerging superpowers. Chris Troy Pavala, T. Sterling Watson, Wendy Lou Aphorismo, and Michael James DuPaul. Cozy up in your bunkers and hope for salvation. This is The Lost Eye. Was it a guilty pleasure song for you, though? It, this is the, this is this is a tr- full-fledged two-hour tribute to Paula Cole <laughs> and the rising stars of 1998. That's it. That's the one nine nine eight. That is that is it right there. That is the something something. Mm. <laughs> so shout out to Mel's for that one for, for Mel. Us. Um, yeah, uh, her, female. Her female, yeah, uh, her female. She's a female. Uh, she. So you should she's helped of, us. She's of the weaker sex. She helped us just, <laughs> suggest the title for for today's episode. Yes. Um, uh, she gave us part of it, so we just filled in the rest of it. So today's episode is called uh, Paula Cole coming correct for the one nine nine eight. Paula Cole keeping it real for the one nine one eight. 
and one of the reasons why we're picking Paula Coles because uh, she won Best Artist of uh, 1998. 1998 yeah. So, yeah, my uh, year was uh, my year was riddled with uh, you know, it was uh, it was all about Paula Cole and Fiona Apple for me, really. Mm. Yeah, that was my um, <clears throat> pretty much my introduction to uh, Taurus B.I.G. and yeah. all the Bad oh, Boy yeah, no, crew. I'm... That's that was when I kind of you know started getting into listening to music. What uh, what year did he die? Um, probably ninety seven, maybe. Because I mean, the what won best uh, Grammy for like hip hop song or whatever was "I'll Be Missing You." So I'm assuming Faith Evans, Faith Evans, Faith and One Twelve, yeah. and. Uh, uh, Junior Mafia. <laughs> I mean, even the uh, the well, I'm not sure if it was a Grammy performance or MTV uh, Video Awards performance, but like everybody was there. I uh, remember even uh, Sting came out. Yeah. Any anybody? Oh yeah, Sting. Anybody who uh, <laughs> anybody who died after uh, Biggie died, um, people would drive by funeral homes. Uh, you know, for all the people standing out in line. Mm-hmm. Blaring, I'll be missing you. You know, mm, was, right, it right. A, it was a trip, and that's a, that's a god honest story. I uh, was actually hanging out uh, with some kids. We were hanging out on a porch, and uh, down the road a little ways was a funeral home, and somebody had died, and there was a long line out the door, and somebody kept driving up and down the street, mm. blaring, "I'll be missing you." And I mean, you know, that was the only time I had seen that, but. <laughs> Uh, but still, the fact I just that I just happened. figured that was happening outside every funeral home after the, that song made it big mm. wow. when it when it smashed through the charts and yeah know. it was it was a very popular song I think it became very one popular. of those one of those songs that um, I would say maybe a lot of black people played during <laughs> uh, during like funerals other than using the uh, the traditional uh, boys to men song oh. I'm trying to think what it uh, oh not the end of the road. The other one, the end of the day. No, because um, I, I don't know. Was, at the time, there's only like two boys to men songs that I really, really liked. It was that oh. one. Oh, the other one that was that was always oh. Song I guess I can't. I can't complain. I was just tell, saying goodbye. I was yesterday. just. I was just spilling my guts. It's so hard to say goodbye. Yeah, to yeah. There you go. There you go. I was just telling you how I um, am infatuated with the new Bruno Mars hit. Right. right. <clears throat> well, Bruno want, Mars isn't. You want to play it again? Or are you good? I want to hear that. You, you want to hear it? You <laughs> <laughs> Something really weird now. All of a sudden, all our, our, our levels are really, really Anyway, uh, uh, hello, all, and welcome oh, to the right. nine. Uh, uh, the whole, everything was... We just um, jumped right into yeah, the show. Paula, Paula Cole uh, took, the, uh, took the spotlight away from me. Yeah, let me finish that shout-out real quick. That's uh, mm-hmm. Mel's. That's how we, I met her on the Catnips and uh, Cognac uh, mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago, or episode three. Mel's Diner from Alice. Sure, that too. Um, but she was uh, in the audience as as I was a guest on the, on that show. Is she a Melanie? Uh, Melissa, I believe her name is. Oh, um, her I don't Twitter. think I've ever heard of Melissa being called Mel before. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, actually, I knew a couple, hmm. or at least one. That, I think that any Mel I've ever met was a Melanie. For a long time, um, she would she would use her name, her whole name, Melissa. But then eventually, she changed it to Mel, and she was. Um, why was someone stalking her? No, I think it was just you know one of those things. Like what, same thing for me for a long time in, in school, I was always Terrell, and then I changed it to using my middle name, and then uh, people started calling me by that. By that, uh, um, but her Twitter name is Rashid. That is, I'm sorry, I might have said it wrong. Rashid. I'm I'm only saying it the here, way that it's spell spelled. it, and I'll help you. R A D S E E D. Wait, I got as far as rad. Rad seed. So yeah, 
How about that? Rad seed. S R A D R A D S E E D. Oh yeah. I don't know. I think I just read it real fast. And rod seed, rad seed, rod seed. Hmm. But yeah. Anyway, no. she, she's a she's she's a a, a cool one. Uh, during our episode, uh, I think we were all discovering if we were geeks or nerds, and I believe she's a fellow geek. Good. So yeah. Long live the geeks. So yeah, in, in a sense, <clears throat> this is also another shout out to Cat uh, Naps and uh, Cognac. So check out that episode with our friends Ariel and Didi. Um, excellent uh, podcast. I, their last episode is episode four. Um, we should do hilarious. a new podcast called. Oops, sorry. Just did you see that huge thing of spittle fly right? I at didn't you? know. I didn't. Landed on the far board. Away. I don't think it landed on your uh, your device. I think it landed okay. on the. If I see any like droplets, then I'm, I'll be enraged. <laughs> I, I, we should do a new podcast called um, "Straight Jackets and Rubber Rooms." <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, hello all. Welcome to the uh, 98th installment of The Lost Dial, powered by AllNoiseRadio.com. It's all about the year 1998 today. We are full-fledged tribute to one of the greatest years of the decade, 1998, because we've been so stuck in the 90s. Mm, Right, yes we have. I sound like a really queer top 40s uh, DJ. (laughs) Now here's Bruno Mars with Locked Some, Out of oh, Heaven. Oh yeah, something you'd hear in the 90s. Ooh, <laughs> Give me a second. I wasn't ready. I was too distracted. It's that funky little... I have to make sure that's up. Who were who the, the people brought into the studio just to go... <laughs> no, I think it was, it was, it was backup people. Could have been. Oh no, it's ooh, not eh. Oh wait, what is this, this production crew called? It's so enjoyable. Ah, uh, this is this is classic Bruno Mars. No, but what was that? Classic, but this is just, just <laughs> I, I kind of. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Yeah. What was that? Uh, what was that first song that came out that kind of introduced everybody to him? To or real name right Bruno or why no, it is I mean but like it's not a, like a group thing his he goes by the title Bruno Mars right even though it's not probably his Christian name no it isn't uh, his real name is Terrell Waxley <laughs> close very close oh, Pete, really? Peter Jean Her- Hernandez that is his real name Peter Jean Hernandez yeah I, I'd go with Bruno Mars too I mean he was raised in Hawaii the Smeezingtons, that's, that's his, his production team. The Smeezingtons? Yeah, I knew it was something kind of weird and crazy. But there'd probably be no way I'd remember it off the top of my head. But yeah, you're right, the song is, is really kind of catchy. It's I love a, it. It's just well produced. Uh, I think his first song, though, is... Uh, <clears throat> that reminds me of Michael Jackson, though. A couple songs. Right? Yeah, all right. Now you ruined the song for me because, <laughs> no, I've got nothing against Michael Jackson. Uh, Just the Way You Are is like one of the songs he first came out ooh. with. Uh, you think it's him doing the ooh? That's, that's, that's my yeah, question. I would think it, yeah, I think it's him. Ooh. I think it's somebody else. I, would th- I think it's him, and maybe he might have recorded himself a couple times or maybe done some kind of you know, production ooh. stuff. I wish, uh, like I wish we could find out for sure so we could put money down on it. You say it's him, I say it's somebody else. 
Wow, then it takes some deep research. Um, nothing on you. <laughs> can, is another you song. can you Google who does in uh, in <laughs> Locked Out of Heaven? <laughs> you have to spell it correctly. Uh, yeah. How do you spell? Ooh. Oh, this probably U H H H H H. There's got to be a G in there. I'm sure a silent G. U H G G G G H. Nothing on you by B O B. He did the same song, uh, the hook for that. Yeah, but that, there's a lot of writing too. So that first song, um, it was kind of sickening. That like, it was, it's probably um, just the way you are. It's probably the song that we're we're talking about. This first song. Oh, there's our our singer now. The first singer. Oh, they just changed it. Because as we're talking about music, the the big event that happened. Oh yeah. Oh, my mother was just asking me about this. All right, kill that. Okay. Let's talk inauguration. Inauguration. <clears throat> that, that was the big inauguration. thing. Inauguration. Other than other than people disputing whether or not his speech so was... Wait a second. We're jumping ahead 15 years now. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about 98. So oh, yeah. Let's, let's put 98 on pause for a minute. All right. Let's, uh, let's fast forward to 2013. January 2021. 20, I know. Weird. The weirdness thing. The weird thing is... The twentieth fell on a Sunday, which mm-hmm. uh, I forget how many times they said it's happened. Uh, yeah, a number of times, you know. And um, who was the damn president? Um, they were, you know, throwing out, throwing out all sorts of historical uh, goodies, tidbits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> we did have um, a day in this country. Uh, there is one un, unsung president. He was president for a day, technically. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was Polk. President Polk, but um, Polk. because uh, because because we need to pop those peas. Um, because um, a long time ago, the inauguration, the technical inauguration, fell on a Sunday. Whoever was going to be taking the oath of office would not do it because it was a Sunday, mm. and uh, you know. So you're saying that somebody had to be a president for religious before. reasons, anyway. So I mean, you don't. As as far as as far as um, the Constitution goes, when the day comes and the time comes, whoever was elected by the Electoral College as president, they technically become president. Really, it's there's it does it's not written anywhere that if you don't place your hand on the Bible and take the oath and all that, that but you isn't don't that become swearing president. in though? Yeah, but it's but if you look. If you really look into it, mm-hmm. it's not written down where that has to happen for that person to become president. Mm, okay. But if you do look at it in the sense that that is the, um, you know, that needs to happen for them to, uh, you know, sweat, take the oath and in order for them to become president, I think it was Polk, because it was a Sunday, didn't do it, Um. Therefore, and then something about his vice president didn't do it, or anyway, whoever was head of the House of Representatives, which we today call them the Speaker of the House, I guess back then they didn't, Mm. that person, whoever the hell it was, see, if I was good about notes, some days I'm really good about notes, other days I'm not, but I could have had all this information and been able to properly tell you. The people listening, they wouldn't have known that unless you just said that. But whoever that person was who was, you know, during that day, they, I guess they just said it was the president of the house. Right. But today we call him the speaker of the house. Whoever that person was actually technically 
was president. Mm-hmm. Maybe Polk didn't. Maybe he hadn't choose, chosen a uh, vice president. Maybe that's why it skipped to him because it was a Sunday. He didn't take the oath of office. He waited till the next day, like you know we do now. We just do it for the peoples, right? Because um, President Obama was sworn in on, on Sunday. Sunday. Um, but you know nowadays, because of how big and grand and spectacular our uh, our campaigns are. Um, you know, leading up to an election, you know, it's 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 a huge spectacle, and it's a huge part of the process for whoever's running to choose their running mate before the election. You know, it's one of them days. Oh, he's going to announce who his his running mate is. Back then, you know, when we didn't have the twenty four new twenty uh, four hour news cycles, a lot of the presidents they didn't choose until after they became president who oh. their vice presidents were going to be. It wasn't like a big thing. Nowadays, if somebody was to do that, that would be unheard of. Because, yeah, you people know, start speculating even before they even. It's, it's one of the it's one of the days during the campaign that people look forward to is the day that whoever's running announces their running mate. Right, right. So, I, I think that's what it was. If it was Polk, if I'm correct, for some reason, and it must have been he didn't choose his vice president yet. Mm-hmm. It skipped over to the next person in line. Like for example, if uh, if uh, President Obama, God forbid, anything happened to him. And something happened to um, <sighs> Biden. Yeah, Joe Biden. <laughs> we seem to draw. Our uh, unfortunately, our our president would become, uh, or John Boehner, be, the, the Tan Man. I thought would, it'd be the, the third in charge. But it, I the thought third in charge is the Speaker of the House, John Boehner. Oh, I was thought, thought it that, was that that savvy rascalian. <laughs> I thought it was whoever was third um, next, which in his cabinet. No, it's it's the Speaker of the House. Oh, okay. So whoever, you know, before it would have been Nancy Pelosi. Now it's the tan man, the crying man, the tan man, the tan weepy man. I would never... John Boehner from Ohio. If I didn't hear his name pronounced, I would never know that it, it was... Boner. Yeah, exactly, because Boehner, I don't, I don't see any of those letters in there. It's like B-O-E-H-N-E-R. Yeah, it looks like Boner. So again, um, we... we Need to throw it out there that we need an intern, so we can they can help us right, do the research you know, as we're talking show about prep, it. In, in show live prep, time. yeah. I, I give them, you give them a list. I give them a list. Go do our show prep. You know, we're the important ones, so we shouldn't be you know bending over backwards doing our own show prep. Anyway, the whole reason we're getting into the well, even as we're talking about it live, someone yeah. can be you know looking it up. So as you're talking about Paul and going on, I'm like, oh okay. yeah, I need someone on through a through a through a screen to be like. <laughs> Or at least you're, you're, what he was you're, doing, he was doing the cutoff yeah. sign because we're doing radio. Yeah, so because I'm, I'm, I go, I just went into a 20-minute spiel about a president that I'm not even sure about. Right. So they can like, yeah, cut it. Yeah, you're talking about the wrong guy. Or they write it on a big like clipboard, right. Polk, or maybe instead it was like, oh, it's Andrew Jackson he's talking about. So what is it? It's not. But um, pretty sure it was Polk. Polk. Probably. He was one of those, those, those weird guys. So anyway, the bottom line is what I'm getting to is we actually – uh, what is Obama, the 44th president? Yes. He would technically be the 45th. Because of that. Because... But Polk was a president, wasn't he? He was, but he didn't take the oath of office. Oh, so whoever, right, you're day. saying, right. So basically, there was a 24-hour period... Of somebody else being where president. Really, because, like I said, in the Constitution, it doesn't say anywhere that if you don't do the whole swearing in, mm-hmm. you're not you know, president. So basically, for 24 hours, there wasn't a president. But if you want to look at it in terms of... Let's say in the Constitution it did say that, then whoever 
that speaker of the house individual was would have technically technically been president mm. because the president didn't take oath and something about the vice president didn't take oath okay. so there were there was no one in charge so i guess chaos we, mass chaos mm, for 24 hours yeah. they were just running wild back in 1860 <laughs> no uh, not, i don't know I mean, I'm on, like, uh, a Wikipedia page, but I can't, like, jump around to try to find it in time. I'm really just trying to confirm the uh, the two that were performing. Really, we wanted to talk about Beyonce and her... Uh, and her supposed lip syncing. Yeah, yeah. Which is something that my mother brought up to me and She asked held me, that microphone really right in front of her lips. Mm -hmm. uh, I brought it up with a couple of friends yesterday, and they were like, no, no, she couldn't be lip syncing. And You'd have to ask I didn't the people right like, behind her. Mm -hmm. I was at work. I unfortunately couldn't see it, um, but I, at least I saw the first inauguration. Um, but I was there, mofo. Yeah, you were there in the freezing this cold. Year. This year would have been I nice and I was going to start the show off being like, live from Aunt Cindy's <laughs> in Virginia, the late inauguration special of the Lost Dial. We didn't make it. Yeah, we didn't make it. I think we got too distracted with that. So. Yeah. Because, uh, but yeah, supposedly she's she was lip syncing. If I was if I was Black Jesus, I would have I would have dug I would have dug a Paula Cole up out of the archives <laughs> and brought her into. She wouldn't have lip synced. Probably not. Oh, so you're you're saying that she, you think that she did? I don't know either way. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell because she that microphone, she was, as Barb would say, you're eating that thing. Oh, so you really couldn't see her mouth at all because... From, like right from the camera shot that I saw that they kept showing this morning, mm -hmm. it was a straight-on shot. And, the and you know, the, the mic's, mic's like right, right here, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to tell, you know. It's a good, good turn. I mean, maybe yeah. if there was some shots from, you from know, different a angles, different angle, you'd be able to see... If the words weren't going to. Right. Yeah. Hmm. But it was hard because she had it right in front of her mouth there, so... Hmm, wow, well, we'll have to, that. That's on the table. Then the jury's still out on that. I've always said the only the only time I really liked Beyonce was in Goldmember. So you know either what? way, I think I'll agree with you. I'm there. not a huge fan of Beyonce. I mean, neither am I. She's I, very beautiful. She's very. I'll give her that. Very pretty. She's very talented. Um, Where'd she start? Destiny's Child. Mm -hmm, back in Texas. Um, Texas, really? Yeah, Texas, and at a pretty young age too. I think when Destiny's Child, I think uh they were 17 maybe. And who's the girl who who uh does that song that's pretty good off of Big Boy's new album? Oh yeah, She's Kelly from Rowland. Destiny's Child too, right? Yep. Kelly uh, Rowland? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she, who's she's the good. third member. Third one is Michelle Williams. She went to gospel and she's still doing gospel albums, but of Is course. that Wendy Williams' cousin? <laughs> Was that Dr. Zayas's cousin? So pretty much all Williams are related. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Um, all the black Williamses anyway. Exactly. So yeah. so yeah, I mean they're all successful in their own right. Yeah. Um and apparently there's a rumor that they're going to be reuniting for the uh, Super Bowl. No, I'm crossing my fingers. Um cuz they they did reunite I think to do an album together or a compilation album together or something. So they're it was like a big news day for music because also Justin Timberlake came back and in, into music. Right. I, I guess uh, everybody thought he was just going to do um Hollywood the Hollywood thing. Yeah, which I would actually say that he's pretty good in in Hollywood with some of the movies that I've seen I, him in. You know, he's uh, and here's another, you know, I feel like kind of a kind of a dupe because I'm, you know, I'm like, he's another person I would throw in the category of a top 40 billboard hit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. even like his per, his performance in anything he does, he's like one of them people that I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to be heard saying anything about really. Right. But he is a talented guy. I'll yeah. give him that. Yeah. And I mean, uh, there's no there's no movie that I've seen him in that I was like, holy crap, that was 
bad, you know, mm-hmm. like he sucks. Maybe uh, <laughs> the Love Guru, but that no, whole I movie never, was I just a mess. Um, the Love Guru. Yeah, that that was Michael Myers trying to come up with another oh, character. And it didn't whole thing was going to be as popular as Austin Powers. I mean, I, I watched it. I don't really remember laughing too much at it. Maybe because I was trying to laugh to because it was so stupid, but. Mm. I don't know. So you agree with me on uh, Goldmember being the only thing that... Uh, that Beyonce... The thing with Beyonce is... I just love that afro. And mm. the only... There's only one movie she's come out, come out with so far that she's not a singer. And I think that was the movie um, where she's fighting... I can't think of the name of it, though. She's fighting um, Ali, Ali Larder. Um, Who? Uh, the girl from... I was going to say from Heroes, but that doesn't help... She was also in two of the Final Destination movies. Um, but basically, she's fighting off this girl because she's trying to get her husband, I think. so. And there's a big fight scene at the end. It was actually, that part was pretty good. But that is the only film that I've seen her in, Beyonce, that she's not you know, some kind of singer or she's singing. Mm. All the films she's come out with since, you know, it's all about her singing. So I'm like, try not to do, try, try to go beyond, you know, the whole typecasting. And I think Goldmember was her first acting job. So I just love that afro, like I said. Foxy Cleopatra. Foxy Cleopatra, <laughs> yep. And I did oh, like that song that Foxy she had. Cleopatra. <laughs> the song that came out, that was with it. Um, but as far as inauguration goes, you are not saying either or what you, uh, you're not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure, no. What about, uh, did you see Bill Clinton? I didn't, I didn't see oh, any of it. I didn't get God. to see any of it. All right, when we go to break, you're going to have to look it up. This is something that you, at wherever you are, would have to look up. If you haven't seen it yet, you've got to check it out because it's hilarious, dude. Something Kelly you said Clarkson, did. that's why I asked if it was Kelly Clarkson, whoever the white broad was who got <laughs> up in front of everybody. But she walks down the aisle, and you know there's a bunch of people sitting behind her, and they watch her coming up. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, of all the people sitting behind her, this head pops out <laughs> on the side like obviously checking whoever this white broad is and who is it of all people whose head pops out and looks and just has this hilarious face like Ooh. wow president okay. bill clinton mm. it's hilarious check it out all right, i don't know if it. it's on youtube you gotta look and see if it is by now it's what, got what, during like the parade or is this when no this was out. actually at you know the inauguration you know up on the capitol where everybody's sitting so this would be only so I can try to find find it, make it a little easier. This is like before she starts or after she starts. Or. Well, I saw it on Morning Joe this morning, but Jimmy Kimmel was, showed it. He brought it to everybody's attention. Mm. And he put it in slow mo of this head coming out into the <laughs> and it's Bill Clinton, and it's like it's obviously like he was checking mm-hmm. whoever this girl was. Out. Right. All right. Oh, uh, it's it's classic Clinton, dude. Classic. Wow. Hmm. Uh, Right, Clintons are in the news big time today, but we'll get into all that. Okay, yeah, because I was just recently seeing something on Twitter about Hillary Clinton. She's in the hot seat today. Oh, boy. I love Hillary. I mean, I'm sorry. I love her. Oh, She's yeah, cute. She's got these glasses today, like I saw her. She just looks so cute. <laughs> she just had a, she just had what, a, a brain, a brain something. clot? Yes, a, a clot. like a blood clot in her brain, yeah. I'm rude for her. That you know, they were talking this morning about if you know if she does run because you know the big thing is is Joe. If this next term is successful, will mm. Joe Biden run? 
And if he does, you know, his age is a factor. But they're yeah. also talking about Hillary Clinton running in 2016. About her age. She's old. You know, she's not, she's not she's a not, spring chicken. Not like a, She's no spring chicken. Not like she would have been eight years ago. Or not necessarily now eight years ago. But, but she's so cute. Uh, uh, it's too bad her daughter didn't, didn't get the cuteness. She, she's, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, she's, she's, she's not. kind of fugly. I don't know. Yeah, she's not necessarily like, you know. She's very well spoken, though. Yeah, she is. Uh, but yeah, I was going to say looks doesn't really have to do with being a president, but over the years, especially I think like since, uh, since Kennedy, I always think of Kennedy. Like, since they started, uh, since videotaping te- television. people. Yeah. Since television. Basically. Looks have played a factor into, you know, isn't it funny? You look at all the presidents before Kennedy and they all, a lot of fatties, mm-hmm. a lot of cripples, a lot of... Do you think um, Taft would have made it today? So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you think wooden teeth would have uh, <laughs> would have been popular? Well, he was a popular guy. I think that Although, was All those early book. presidents, they all had rotten teeth. And, uh. Well, yeah, dental, dental hygiene has come, come a long way, too. So. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I guess, I guess now we'll, we'll, t- we'll take a break, I guess. Yeah, let's, uh, let me play a song for you, you all. A, you got a song? Ooh, let me... Let me ooh, You're not ready, are you? Oh, here we go. Oh, there you go. Uh, we'll be back uh, with episode 98. Okay. Lost Dial, allnoiseradio.com. Oh, Mr. D's, my name is Ann DeFusco and I own it with my husband Bill DeFusco. At Mr. D's we sell candy, ice cream, cupcakes and toys. We have over 250 different types of candy and a wide array of nostalgia candy. Our cupcakes, we usually have 20 flavors each day. We make them on the premises and on the weekends we have 25 flavors. We do weddings, bridal showers, baby showers, birthday parties clearly and we make cakes in any flavor that we offer in our cupcakes. We also have here at Mr. D's Praline Super Premium Ice Cream. It's a very high quality local brand. It's very flavorful and very fattening. We also have toys at Mr. D's that you can buy for your child, niece or nephew. Spend 10 or $15 and get a great nostalgic toy. What's unique about Mr. D's is that we bake our cupcakes from scratch, our own gourmet recipes. We also have the largest candy selection in the state, over 120 bins to choose from. Everything from chocolate malt balls to the traditional gummy bears. So if you're looking for a night out with your family or your girlfriend or your boyfriend and you want a sweet treat, come to Mr. D's for one of our cupcakes, ice cream, or candy treats. Thanks for listening to The Lost Dial. If you like our podcast, Please rate us and comment on iTunes and Podbean.com. Also, check out our friends Aaron, Andy, and Amacy at The Porchcast, and Didi and Ariel at Catnaps and Cognac. Both can be found on iTunes and Podbean. And now, back to the show. Boom. Hello. Welcome back to the 98th installment. Lost Dial. On no- what? <laughs> 98th installment of The Lost Dial, powered by allnoiseradio.com. I almost got that all messed up. The episode. Are you trying to remember the episode name? 
I don't know. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I went into it's meltdown fine. mode there for a second. Just brain farts. And... I don't like saying brain farts because... Why? Were your mind grape smashed? I don't like associating my mind with farts. <laughs> I don't know. Something of a, I don't know. My mind's too good to be, uh, you know... To be connected to the anus. Farts, yeah. Rectums. Yeah. <laughs> and fecal matter. That's right. Fecal debris. Gray matter. Um, so anyway, you just checked out Clinton. Yeah, I, I finally saw that, <laughs> that little thing. You grabbed a little magazine, too. Now, I, I see what you're holding, and I feel like this is a cue for me to, to play my little thing here. That was the whole idea. Oh, it was a cue? Oh, very good, very good. I like that. That was nice. That was nice. Um, so it is Oscar season, and you, normally at this time, I would normally have my, my predictions ready, but I, they're not ready yet for the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I did watch the, the Globes because I realized we didn't do a show yet. Or we didn't do a show after the Globes. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Mm-hmm. Absolutely hilarious. Great dress. Great host. Yes, great dress. Who was she supposed to be when she stumbled back out on stage after uh, Bill Clinton and she's like, <laughs> she looked like a hobo or something. What they were doing was um, while they were uh, doing the nominations for like uh, best... Uh, doesn't really matter any of the categories like best director or whatever they would throw in a a fake nomination and it's like um this is uh and for walks with my left feet uh so and so somebody it would be either tina fey or amy poehler and dressed up as somebody whoever this was it was a joke basically mm-hmm. so she had ran up on stage after forgot to change so mm-hmm. it was it was a nice little bit mm-hmm. it was good okay. broke up the monotony so mm-hmm. They, they did an excellent job. Um, she looks good in green, though. Yeah, she does. Shiny green, green sparkly. And I didn't even have, I didn't even pull up the results from the Globes. Uh, say who won. What? I know it's inc- it's crazy. But as for the Oscar-nominated films, I've seen five of four of, four of them, or five of nine of them so far. Um, unfortunately, Django Unchained still isn't. I haven't seen it yet. No. Uh, I was gonna see it yesterday, but it mm. didn't work out for the timing of my day. So. Yeah. I saw another movie instead, uh, A Haunted House by Marlon Wayans. Uh, that funny? was actually, huh? Was it good? It was actually a lot funnier than what I thought it would be. Because I'm like, oh, it's going to be like, you know, somewhat like a scary movie or a spoof of that. But, but it's all done like um, like the handheld. Like, uh, yeah, like. Um, in a paranormal, paranormal activity. activity yeah. yeah. But while it is a parody of that, it is in itself its own film. So it's not like just making fun of that movie. Mm. It. And it answers the question of of uh, what would happen if black people were in this situation. Right. And in fact, that that question is answered. As Which I as, I was wondering that from you know ten minutes into the very first Paranormal Activity right. when I was watching, I'm like, right. what would black people be doing right now? Pretty much. <clears throat> and it even answers sick of seeing silly white people, you know, <laughs> react to these sorts of paranormal things. Exactly. And that that answer is that question is answered once all the paranormal activity starts. Um, and yeah, so I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm saying it's worth you know checking out in theaters. It's definitely not a movie for your little little kitties and whatnot. Yeah. There's a lot of sexual humor in it. Um, but yeah, it was pretty good. I, I Lots enjoyed of sexual myself. humor. Yeah, a lot of sexual humor, so there's that. Hmm. But back to the Oscars, there's nine best picture nominations. Again, I don't have any predictions yet. Um, I did see Lincoln. You did? Yeah, Lincoln, it was it was pretty good. I mean, you kind of know what you're going to get in for because it's a long movie. I think like two and a half hours maybe. 
It's uh, well, it's, well, yeah, it's typical now, but now yeah. at times it's dry. I put it that way, where you might be a little bored, waiting for things to move on. Right. Um, but hey, it was good for what it was. Daniel Day Lewis, excellent job. I mean, I believed he was Lincoln, even though I never yeah. met him or never really seen right. footage. Um, but that was good. He's he's spectacular. Tommy Lee Jones. Anytime he's on screen, he's actually really good in this movie. Um, there's actually a lot of people in this film. Have I mentioned that Tommy Lee Jones is a wrinkly mother effer? Yes, we have. <laughs> okay. I think how his we, ears are all droopy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gail is in this film from uh, Gail from Gail Breaking Benneker? Bad. From Breaking Gail, Bad. Gail Benneker? Gail. Whatever his last name is. I mean, that's his name in the show. We oh, don't, is it? We don't know don't what know his last name is. Right. Gail. Gail yeah. Benneker. The guy who gets shot in the head. Jesse right. shoots him. I just didn't know that was his last name. In the show. Yeah. But we don't know his name in real in life. In real life, no, I don't. He's just in one of them. Right. But he's in the I've film. seen him in a lot of random things. I, I think ever since Breaking Bad, that's when I started to take notice. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of people. Um, I'm not going to go through the whole list because I already forgot half of them. Uh, John Hawks. He's just got one of those faces. Uh, who? Again, it's a, it's more of a face thing than a name. But um, once you see him, I was like, ah, oh, it's that weird-looking guy from... Wow, now I can't even think of anything else that he might have been in. Um, I'm just going to move on. Um, Beasts of the Southern Wild. This is a film by a uh, Wesleyan graduate. Uh, so it's got a little bit of my support because that's, you know, some Connecticut-ness there, even though the guy's from New York. Um, but this has the uh, the youngest... One of the youngest actresses ever nominated for an award. I already forgot her name because it's long. It starts with it's a uh, Will Smith's little kid, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just say that for now, but it isn't. It's not Will Smith. Willow Smith. It's not her. But uh, she's nine years old. Uh, she does. She does a really good job with it. I mean, it's it's some. The movie itself is a little weird. It's definitely different mm. than anything that I've seen. So pretty good i don't know i don't think it's gonna win but again i'm not gonna get into predictions right now um very interesting film beast of the southern wild yes and then there's a term there's a, a phrase that happens in the movie it's like one of my favorite phrases now is it, beast it and basically they're beast it. they're eating crabs and they're just and basically beasting it is when they just have to break open the crab ah. and eat it um they have to do what humans used to have to do a long time ago right before, right you know right this the, takes place the, in the, louisiana the, the, the modern marvels that have made our lives Exactly. Easy. It takes place in Louisiana and uh, Louisiana. Yeah. Um, see, it's two, three. Uh, I'm just gonna get into uh, Zero Dark Thirty. I saw that one. You did. Yes. Wait, did you see that the last time we recorded? No. Were you telling me about that? I don't think so. I think we were just talking about the title. Yeah, I think we we're talking. Yeah, we're talking about the title. The title. What that means is uh, twelve thirty. Flow. Twelve. Uh, midnight thirty, rather. Flow. Yeah, love flow. You do. It's a. Um, well, I don't love her, but uh, Zero Dark Thirty is a military term for 12.30 or Midnight Thirty. Oh. Um, and in fact, that's when the invasion, or not the invasion, but the raid starts. Is that 12.30? The invasion of the compound. Yeah. And the late Osama bin Hayden. <laughs> what I'm going to say about the, the film is... Not, com- not so good? I'm going to compare it to Titanic. Uh, not just because uh, the directors used to be married. Oh, and, really? And the movies are about the same length. Um, but all the while, you kind of know what the film is about, and you're just waiting for that to happen. So for like the first two hours, kind of it doesn't bored. happen until right at the very end. Yeah, you're you're kind of bored for the first. Who two plays hours. Osama bin Laden? They never show it. They oh, never they show his don't. face. Yeah. Um, so I was bored for like two hours. Kind of like in Flight 93. You ever seen it? Yes. 
I actually you don't actually see the plane crash. It uh, you, just you just see, see out the cockpit window, yeah. getting very close, and then it just cuts to black. Right, right. Which is kind of how dying in an airplane crash would probably be. Probably, yeah. Um, so the last half hour is the most tense because they actually show you like they're going through the raid, um, and that's basically if you're going to see the movie, see it for that because that's what you really want to see anyway. Right. Um, other than that, I would say it's eh, whatever. Um, Argo. All the hype that's around that movie, well-deserved. Argo, Argo. Ben oh, Affleck Ben Affleck's and, picture, yeah. Yeah, which is also based on a true story. Um, definitely a really a really good really good film. John Goodman's in that, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He's in is it. he in it a lot? Alan Arkin, Alan our friend Alan, Alan Arkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another, again, our he's playing a character you want to hang out with. Once again, Alan Arkin, we'd love <laughs> to have you on our show. Uh, Ali Velci, obviously you're still a number one. Of but, course, uh, Ali Velci. Alan Arkin. If we can't get Ali Velci, we'll take Anderson Cooper. We'll take both of them if they want to come in. And the other one, Piers Morgan. Bring along your friend Kathy Griffin, Anderson, if you ever come on. <laughs> friend um, of the gays. Friend of the gays, indeed. Uh, She's like the queen of the gays, actually. I guess so, yeah. That's, well, I don't know. That's would, would it be her? Would it be Lady Gaga or well, I Madonna? I don't know much about Lady Gaga, and I don't know much about Madonna. No. But I do know Kathy Griffin's spunky... Uh, she's got one of them sense of humor. You know, she's a comic, obviously, mm-hmm, but right. uh, not loved by everybody. You got to have to have that. You, know, you got to. It's an acquired gotta, taste, right? It's an acquired taste, exactly. Which I'm gonna say this out there just randomly, because um, I know Ariel's a big fan of red, red velvet cake. I finally had some. I think that's an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. I don't. I didn't. I'm like, eh. mm-hmm. I'm take, like mad, but take, take it or leave it. Capitalized. So it's a it's a big man. Um, let's see, Argo. I did Argo. Zero Dark Thirty. Uh, Beast. Lincoln. There's one more that I've seen. I haven't seen Silver Linings Playbook yet, but that's that's soon. Django Unchained. Who's in that Silver Linings Playbook? Um, Bradley Cooper. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, Putting on the roots. Jennifer Lawrence, who recently hosted SNL. That was a meh kind of episode. Um, Just like Bradley Cooper. <laughs> uh, Wait, you said De Niro? Yeah, he's in it too, I think. Really? Yeah, he's in it. Um, All right, Chris I, I, Tucker's I did, in it. I did see a preview for that, yeah. Chris Tucker's in that movie. Thinking. Um, okay, there's a ninth film. I can't think what it is. Uh, Django Unchained I'm going to see soon. Now, Less uh, Miserable is, as we like to call it. Miserable. Uh, less Miserables. I'm not going to see that one, nah. only because I'm, I'm kind of good. Nah. Another one that I was going to see, but... You don't want to see Anne Hathaway chop all her hair off? Not, not yet. Maybe later. Um, Amour. That is a Austrian film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... I was told not to watch it because of how sad and depressing it is. Yeah. So they pretty much gave me the review for me, and it's very sad. Very. Have you depressing. ever seen Gentleman Broncos? No, but I've. Oh, I know. It That's was done by the guy who did, who did Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite. Dynamite. Right. I saw a preview for it. Uh, I popped in a DVD last night, and that preview came on for it. I mean, it's older. It's not brand new or anything. But for some reason, I'd really like to see that. I'd like to catch that film. Hmm. Gentleman Broncos. Looks right. kind of interesting. There's a ninth film, but I can't remember what it is. Mm. And you don't have the magazine open, so I, I can't read to see what it is. So, um, is that even in here? It oh, probably yeah. is. I mean, it's a it's, a, it's the Oscar issue, so <laughs> so it should be in there. Um, and I gave a review of that already. Um, hey, look at that. That's kind of neat. Yes, I do. I'm, I'm going to mention that. I'm going to talk about that too. Really? Yeah. Do no harm. What is this for? Uh, there's a bunch of new shows that are coming oh, out. Oh, is that what it's called? Do No Harm? Do No Harm. Oh. 
Um, I, I don't think it's come out. What, when's the date that it comes another, out? Another doctor show, another hospital show, January 31st. All right. Okay. Um, I'll be definitely checking that out. I don't have high hopes that it'll make it, only because it's, it's one of those shows about somebody with a split personality. Where during the day they're a doctor. And you know, look at this one. This one's got a real unique, clever name, mm. title. Yes, the Americans. That comes, that comes on a channel with a bunch of uh, shows that I think <clears throat> you like. So they're both like pledging their allegiance, hand over their heart, but they're both holding guns. Yes. Oh, that's neat. So um, look at but, Brittany. She's a she's <laughs> she's gross. But do no harm. It's about a surgeon who at night he uh, has a split personality. Who's I guess bad. And Did someone, you hear that Justin Bieber and uh, that girl from the Disney show uh, broke up? Yeah, that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they're saying it's it's Dexter meets House, which I I don't know. But uh, NBC has already done shows with people with either split personalities or got back and forth. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I got all nine here. Okay. So I already said Argo, yeah, Zero Dark Thirty. No more. Beast of the Southern Wild. Lincoln. Mm -hmm. Silver Playbook, Django Unchained, Les Mis. What's the other Zero one? Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, I did that one. The one you didn't say? What's oh, the one I didn't say? You really can't think of it, huh? No. Give you a hint. Okay. Tiger in a Boat with a Boy. <laughs> oh, Life of Pi. <laughs> yeah. That was actually pretty good. I wish I saw that in theaters. In 3D. At, at the Wait, end. why? It already came out on DVD? No. I mean, I wish I saw it in a 3D theater. Uh-huh. Because uh, visually, it's really impressive. Um... And the story itself, uh, while it was actually based on a book, um, I don't know. It was a really interesting story. It kept my interest. Um, yeah, I would say it was it was pretty good. Fun story. <laughs> and, uh, Do you want to know how much uh, each one of these movies uh, cost to make? Sure, throw it at me. Not really, but tell me. <laughs> uh, a more cost. Um, 0.6 million? Is that Austrian dollars? Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> 0.6 million. Uh, Argo cost uh, 111.7 million. Hmm. Um, Beast of the Southern Wild, 11.3 million. Django, 125.4 million. Is this how much they've made or how much they... Wait, it says... And once again, the nominees range from little scene art house darlings, mm -hmm. like Amore, right. to more mainstream box office hits, Argo, Django. Right. Um, so I'm not really sure if that's, if that's how much these cost to make or if that's how much they've brought they've in so far. So mm. um, Le Miserables, 118.7. Uh, Life of Pi, 94.8. Lincoln, 152.6. Silver Linings, 41.3. Yeah, I, I'd say it's that. That didn't cost Yeah, I don't think... They, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't talk about how much now. the movie was, was made. No. I mean, 29.9 million for Zero Dark Thirty. That was very uninteresting. Sorry I did that. <laughs> it's all right. It's, it's perfectly Who fine. Who cares? Um, since we're talking about the, the new TV shows, I uh, just want to throw a few more out there. Uh, Deception had started, uh, I think, a couple weeks ago. There's your little girl. Right. Can you say her name? Uh... Kuvenzani. Kuvenzani. I do know that her name is a combination, I think, of her parents' names. I think that's what they were doing there. Uh. Um, uh, for more TV shows, uh, Deception. I do not co-sign that one. That one is boring. 
actually, it wasn't necessarily boring. It was just, it felt too much like revenge for those who watch revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was trying too hard. People are, the, the commercials are saying millions have tuned in. And I, I doubt that. Yeah. Or maybe it wasn't uh, the millions that they, like 1 million. And then they left like right. 10 minutes later. Mm-hmm. Um, the following had started on Monday. Or they, and that was actually pretty good. I was actually on the fence the whole entire episode. It's very graphic, very bloody, yeah. um, especially for like 9 p.m. on a network uh, channel. Um, 1600 pen, a comedy based on you know. Oh, it's a comedy. It's a comedy, um, starring and created by Josh Gad. I've never heard of this person, but no, he's never a complete doofus. <laughs> um, but that's kind of the charm of the show. What makes it funny. Um, it actually is a very funny show. I tried watching it a few times without laughing. She's still got it going on, Sally Field. She's a good-looking lady. She's got to yeah. be 60s. Yeah, she did really good in the movie, in Lincoln. So, I mean, as, she she tried really hard to get that. that. Lincoln's tubby wife. <laughs> she did put on weight, too, by the What'd way. What did you say her name was? Mary. It's Mary Todd Mary, Lincoln. Mary Todd Lincoln. Yeah. Yep. Which I was very surprised that you knew that. But then again, you're <laughs> black, so you know all about the Lincolns. <laughs> Yeah. I was going to say that we're both, you know, semi-history buffs. Yeah. We, we know our thing. I just figured all black people knew everything there was to know about <laughs> Abe Lincoln and his family. And all the good things that he's done for us black folks. If it wasn't for him, you wouldn't have your show right now. Uh, of course, I know. Thank you, Abraham Lincoln and Mary Todd Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for you guys, you know, the Lost Dial would not exist. I, I'd be doing today. the Lost Dial with a, with another white person. And, and it would be totally boring. So boring, so mm. lame. Um <laughs> Unless black people still be out somewhere. And there's still people out there listening that are like, oh, Sterling's black? <laughs> really? I still tell If you don't people. know by now, yes, he is a, he is a black I man. I am a black man, yes. I was going to say African American, but I know you don't you don't subscribe it's, it's okay. to that. You, you can say that. But yeah. you don't subscribe to I'm that. I'm a black American. That's right. what I like to say. <laughs> Makes more sense. I'm a black American. I mean, most black people, what affiliation do they have with Africa? Nothing. Mm. Maybe one day I, I will <laughs> take a journey to the motherland. And- you know, check things out. Okay, Nas and Belly. <laughs> um, okay, Dave Chappelle. Kevin Hart. We'll talk about him real quick. Yeah. He's got a new show. Oh, um, really? On BET. Uh, the Real Husbands on, on of, BET? Ho- of Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. It's, in fact, it's like the first show that I've been watching on BET in years. What else do they have on BET? I don't know. Well, they do have a second generation uh, weigh-ins, but I haven't really stuck around to watch a whole episode yet. Uh, so I don't know how well that is, but Real... Hollywood Husbands of Hollywood? Wait, no. Real Husbands of Hollywood. That's what it's called. It's a satire of all those real housewives of whatever. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty funny. I, I like it. So mm-hmm. that's on Archer's Back. Back for our season four. Which I have yet to, uh, yet to see. So for this first episode for season four, for those who watch Bob's Burgers, since uh, H. John Benjamin, or whatever his name is, he does the voice for Bob and Bob's Burgers. So there's a nice little... T- um, connection there. Um, what else is back or coming back? Fringe ended. Uh, I almost cried twice. Ended, ended as ended. In, uh, the series is over. It's done. Uh, however, Netflix will be showing the. You cried. Series. You cried because you're upset. It's over, or because the ending is so. It's uh, emotional. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's got some emotional moments in there for all those father son people out there. So uh-huh. it's got some 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 some. <clears throat> Still a little choked up. Yeah. Um, community Wolf will be Clint. back. Soon. Say again. Community will be coming back soon. Thirty. Now that's that. Now that's that show with uh, with the late, not so funny anymore. Um. He's not dead, <laughs> but Chevy Chase. Yes. Most people would consider him so. Yeah, his mm. career might be. 
Um, what happened to that guy? He had it all. He's go- always been kind of. He had cranky. it going for him. He's been hard to work with. Apparently, there's one. I don't like to read much, but there is a book <laughs> that I do want to get. Um, it's all about the behind the scenes of Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah, and that I believe be that details. Who wrote that? A number of people. I think a lot of the. I don't want to say a lot of the uh, the writers of SNL, but they, I think they talked to a lot of them, and of course other cast members. But it pretty much chronicled uh, chronicled the um, at least twenty five to thirty of the years that the show's been on. That movie coming out, Mama. Have you seen previews for that one? Yes. That one looks pretty. It looks pretty creepy. Normally, I'm like, oh, another stupid horror movie with too much, you know, digital special effects right i don't know uh the previews they're showing to that one actually looks pretty pretty intense and it makes me wonder if all those brown the shots of like them being all brown and dirty if if that's not blood because i don't know if you know that they do that Dry in movies. Blood, yeah. they make um whenever they show previews on tv it's always like brown or black but it's red because they don't want to show all that violence i guess uh-huh. so okay i mean a perfect example is uh for previews of kill bill and you know that by like um, I mean, I'm talking about the first one with uh, Uma Thurman and her yellow suit. Mm. But when you see previews on TV or even, I think, maybe trailers, it looks like there's, like, black mud or something on her. Oh. But in the movie, you know it's blood. So, hmm. yeah, fun fact. That's what happens. So, I don't know if all that's blood. I'm Not as interesting as my fact about President Polk, <laughs> but thanks for trying. Hey, I do what I can. You know, I got to gotta spread, spread the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, Sundance is going on right now. I don't know... I haven't been keeping tabs on it like Sundance. Uh, like now that. that's a uh, that's a little a little yearly thing that has uh, blown up. Yeah, I think that's that's one thing that you said that you would go to, you would check out. I, I think I'd go to cons before I'd go to Sundance. The Comic Con? Oh wait, no, the cons. cons. Okay, yeah. not cans. Not cans. <laughs> cons. Uh, yeah, those those are those are two little film festivals that used to be nothing. They used to be little. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it all used to a big be deal. Independent film festivals. Mm-hmm. So. Well, they would you know show their films, and that's when that's how they would get distribution because other studios would look at them and decide to buy them, right? Um, and help them out. Uh, same thing with cons, um, and that's also where cons. That's where Oscar buzz usually starts. Cannes Films Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, any other festivals here that I have written down? No, I do not. Um, it's all good. As for another new movie, I just want to talk about It's all about good, real quick. baby, baby. I'm not interested in seeing it. I'm just a little annoyed that they use this title. But um, A Haunting Connecticut 2. Really? Yes. Uh, but no, I'm not done with the title. Isn't that adapted from uh, a Southington story? Didn't that happen? Uh, it is. Well, the first one is. That little, uh, well, I don't know. Near the center yeah, of Southington, Southington, there's that old, it used to be a funeral home, but it right. was converted into to a, a house. house. Yes, okay. I've seen the movie. It was creepy enough. Yeah. Um, but A Haunting in Connecticut 2, subtitle is uh, <laughs> oh, Ghosts in Mississippi, or Ghosts of Mississippi. Or not Mississippi, Ghosts of Georgia. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. Really? Really. So this, this movie has nothing to do with uh-huh. Connecticut whatsoever. The only relevance that it has is that it's based on a true story. That is the only thing. None of the characters from the original None of the characters are, fl- are, are uh, No. It has nothing, no ties to the first movie whatsoever. All it Why has... Why did they do that? I don't know. They could have just called it Ghosts of Georgia, and it would have been perfectly fine. <laughs> There's no ties in it. There's got to be something that ties it back to the, the haunting in Connecticut. There's got to be. I mean, you can't tell me they're that ridiculous. I don't understand. I, why I don't even they, know if I should call that retarded or ridiculous. What, what do you call that? That's just 
don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, the only way it was it would make sense to me to make a title a haunting Connecticut two is if there's another haunting in Connecticut, right? Or if it's back at the same house. It doesn't have to. We're be returning back to, the same to Connecticut house. a couple of years later for another haunting. At the same Actually, house. it's in Georgia. <laughs> exactly. It makes no sense. If, like I said, if. Or, you know, what we're agreeing on. If the same family had moved from that house in Connecticut and they moved down to Georgia, then, you know, it makes sense. Mm. So, but that's not happening at all. Um, and our, our old action heroes are also back in theaters. Um, Schwarzenegger with uh, last, the last stand. Last Man Standing. Last Action Hero too. <laughs> Great movie. I love that. I love Last Action Hero. Have you ever seen it? I have a long time ago when I was a wee child. <clears throat> I have to see it again now that I'm older. Check it out. It's it's so great. Because I mean, it's it's you know it's it's making fun of no, what movies. he's famous of right. for being you know for what he does. What well, what is this about? This new one of his? Um, I believe like the Last to, Stand. Uh, not only not only are the scripts in Hollywood lame and unoriginal, but the titles are even worse. But I mean, for this, it's like a classic action movie, and he's a classic action star, so it it doesn't even feel wrong <sighs> to me in a sense. Because <laughs> um, uh, even what's his face, uh, Stallone, he's got one. Um, bullets mm-hmm. to the head. Bullet to the head. Bullet to the head. Um, really. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Because I'm already forgetting the title of the movie, so I have to just search by him by name. Um, the fact that he's done with his uh, <laughs> his his run in um, politics is going back to movies again. I wonder if he'll, well now his reputation's kind of um. Kind of soiled a bit. I was gonna say. I wonder if. Maybe oh, it is the last stand. Okay. Feel maybe like wait ten years and then return to politics. I mean, before what happened, or what before everybody found out, they were very good at uh, concealing that. I mean, that mm-hmm. happened during his actual election, his campaign. I mm-hmm. mean, his whole entire uh, time in office as governor of California. Nothing. It wasn't until the end that it all came out. I know. And it was kind of purposely blown in a way. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Um, but he was, he was very popular. Yeah. As uh, governor of California, as far as what I've heard. Yeah, me too. I, I agree. And mm. uh, I guess, yeah, uh, since all that happened, it's time to go back to acting. So. But yeah, the last stand that's out, or I think it's coming out this week. I can't wait for Twins Two to come out. Twins Two. Oh, Twins Two, right? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I would because I love Twins so much, mm-hmm. and it's terrible. As much as I don't, I don't condone that sort of thing. You know, that's like one of the horse. few movies that you probably would. I'd I'd have to. I'd wait for it to come out on DVD. Would you of Would you want to see a Junior Two? No, no. I, I didn't care for Junior. <laughs> Twins though was awesome. That's another one I would need to see again. There's a bunch of movies. I think it was probably early 90s that I've seen like as a kid. But there's a lot of things that I didn't really get because I was a kid. So I didn't really understand. But I think it's, it's time for, you know, our first segment to end. And uh, let's move on to number two, the B-side. Because uh, there's, there's a bunch of controversial stuff going on. And I, and I kind of touched on it a little bit with uh, Bullet to the Head and uh, Last 
the last stand with all this violence in movies and what's been being yeah, talked about lately we so. could go we could talk about that yeah so in the, on the reverse side on the b side of uh <laughs> of our of our little cassette tape here right. in the 90s so all right um let's play a song go to a commercial um this is uh, been the part one <laughs> of episode 98 lost dial powered wow. by allnoiseradio.com what i used to ride i used to ride 